We begin Halacha Hey, section 260. We begin the fifth Halacha. Close to nightfall before Bain Hashmashes, which is the period between sunset and the appearance of three stars, a man must ask the members of his household whether they have separated the tithes from the produce necessary for Shabbos, because one may not tithe on Shabbos. Now here, the Alter Rebbe is quoting the Mishnah that describes the practice in Eretz Yisrael, where it's necessary to tithe produce before partaking of it. This obligation does not apply in the, the diaspora. It does apply, however, according to Rabbinic decree, in Eretz Yisrael, during the present era. So he said that the reason he has to do so, to check whether they have separated the tithes from the produce, is because one is not allowed to tithe on Shabbos. So the Rambam in Hilchah Shabbos writes that nor may truma and the tithes be separated on Shabbos, for this resembles consecrating the produce one has separated, and also because through this act one makes the produce fit for consumption on Shabbos. Now the Alter Rebbe says, even in these countries... In other words, outside the land of Eretz Yisrael, where the obligation to tithe does not apply. It's desirable to ask whether challah was separated, because challah is not separated on Shabbos. Now when we say challah, we are referring to the portion of dough that must be separated before the bread may be eaten. In the era when the laws of ritual purity were observed, it was given to a kayin. But in the present era, it is burned. So before Shabbos, uh, it's, it's desirable to check whether the challah was separated, because we're not allowed to do this on Shabbos. In this country, the Rebbe explains that the choice of the, of the wording, which the Alter Rebbe says, it is desirable. Um, he says that since, as indicated above, one may partake of the bread without separating challah, leave over some, and then make the separation after Shabbos, there is no absolute obligation to separate challah before Shabbos. Accordingly, it's not mandatory to ask the members of one's household whether they have already separated challah. Nevertheless, since it is a long-standing custom to separate challah at the outset and not be, not be after the fact, toiv, it's desirable to remind one's family about the matter. Now in the parentheses, Alter Rebbe says, So, it's true that Chala from the diaspora does not have to be separated before one partakes of the bread. Now, just to explain this, according to scriptural law, in the era when Eretz Yisrael was populated by the entire Jewish people, Challah was to be separated from dough that was made there. Our sages added obligations to separate challah in the diaspora and also in Eretz Yisrael in the present era. But the relevant laws are not as stringent as those that apply to challah required by scriptural law. Okay, so it's true, challah from the diaspora does not have to be separated before one partakes of the bread. Instead, according to the law, one may proceed and eat, leaving over a small amount from which challah could be separated after Shabbos. Nevertheless, as an initial preference, it is customary to separate it before eating, lest one forget later on, and thus consequently, the outcome will be that he will have eaten tevel retroactively. What is tevel? Tevel is the Talmudic term for produce from which the required separations have not 
been made. Okay. Metzorich l'sho'alam gam kein im erbu eruvu chatzeres. Our sages state that one must also ask the members of his household if they have established an eruv chatzeres, which is the halachic convention that enables a courtyard to which many houses open to be considered as a single domain. Now, in the present era, when it is customary to make an eruv chatzeres for the entire year on the day before Pesach, on our Pesach, it's not necessary to ask this question. And before Bein Hashemashis, one must alert them, the members of his household, to kindle the Shabbos lights and to cease performing forbidden labor. When one asks and alerts the members of his household about these matters, he should speak in a gentle tone so that his words will be accepted. One should not hurry to remind them when there is still ample time in the day, lest they be negligent and procrastinate, saying that there's still plenty of time for these activities to be performed. Now, if a person is not home shortly before nightfall, but rather in the synagogue or elsewhere, he must send a shliach, an agent, to his house to remind the members of his household of these matters. Today we explained the various um, things that a man should remind the members of his household before Shabbos, and of course the reasons for for this. This concludes Halacha Hay and Simen Reish Samach. And today's share.